One, come all, come all who love fantasy football. Jordan Nutter, Brian Stein, JB. All right, another back, another week, boys. Back on the back on our shit. Back on track. So we we had, we posted an episode last week, but it's actually mm-hmm. been two weeks since we've re- recorded. Yeah, no, life does get in the way sometimes. Sometimes. I think we said we were going to come back with a mock draft, but I think also that was again time mm-hmm. uh, is the enemy in these situations. Yeah. Life finds a way, but the podcast, you know, it's, str- it's, it's a struggle sometimes. Mm-hmm. We've been pretty good. We, it's been a good August year. was a tough month. It's been, yes, August has been a tough month, but all in all, it's been a pretty steady year for us so far, which, you know, has not been the case in years past. Yeah. But I think we're back on track now, I think. I think so. I think so. Hooray. Yeah. All the, I mean, I, I moved houses recently. Mm. Um, I work at a school and obviously the school year starts. Um, JB's still looking for a job and. Brian, I don't know what you do. Yeah, who? What do I got you, a new TV. Do you do? I got a new TV. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! I, I had to pick it up. <laughs> I had to pick it up. It was heavy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, we're back on track here. Uh, we've had some big news in the past weekend. Here. Yes. Before we get into that, I, I want to get into some bigger news because I thought of a good nickname for you. You should be. You should start calling yourself. Oh God. Black whale. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a scrubs joke. You uh, rang. You should start being Brian Stein, the football Einstein. Oh, that's actually kind of good. That's actually pretty good. I have no Can idea. Get you a lab coat. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and these weird new Twitter picture. <laughs> the fantasy football mad professor. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know but what I was thing doing. The thing is, it's a pun on your name, so you I, have to I, stick I with Einstein. Joke. I get the joke. Thank I have you. no <laughs> idea what I was doing when I thought of it, but it came to me like, huh, Brian Stein, the football Einstein. Yeah. I like that. Then I was trying That's to think of a nickname for you, and all I could think I already was, have one. I all I could think, well, I you're JB Josh. I think Josh Bear, the man without a care. But I'm like, that's not good for fantasy football. No, yeah. not really. <laughs> I already don't care about a lot of stuff. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get started. Um, and let's you know it's going to be a post mortem here. It's going to be a celebration, but it's a very somber occasion that we that Andrew Luck football playing days are done. Crazy. Man, so, sound like he's dead. I think it was before you came on, but I think it might have been. I think it was when you we were at the farm. Mm-hmm. We definitely recorded an episode, and I know we were talking about Luck at one point. And I said, I think Andrew. I don't know what it is, but I think for some reason, Andrew Luck's gonna be gonna go down as one of the worst, like one of the biggest what ifs in NFL history. Oh, well, that's pretty right and, here. And that's just exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I it, it, out of nowhere. Really. I don't know. One, it's August, so that's it's mm. ex- extremely strange. Just in that regard, if Larry Fitzgerald retired, retired, you know, last week, yeah, it'd be weird. But it's like, well, he's played so long, he just he just had it. But like I, I said right before we started, I said this is a player that is literally entering his prime, going into age twenty nine. Talking about a player that could have played another seven to eight years at the top of his position, and probably would have been a Hall of Famer. Had now, his best year last year. Yeah, was comeback player of the year last year. Missed the year before. But by all indications, has been one of the best in the league since he started. And when you're comparing Fitzgerald, a wide receiver, retiring two weeks before the regular season, and your quarterback retiring mm-hmm. two weeks before the season, 
two very different impacts on how your offense is going to look. And clearly, I mean, the Colts clearly had a bit more of a heads up. I'm not sure how much at this point. Yeah. Uh, but you got, cause you got to keep a lot of his money, which is something that the, the, the Lions did not do for Sanders or Johnson. Yeah. For yeah. their early retirement. Times are changing though, I think, with that. Um, it's also, it's just also not the Detroit Lions. Well, that, and I also think that <laughs> there's probably a legitimate thought that he may come back in a year or two. There's a chance. Give, absolutely. Give him, cause like you just said, he's called eight or nine really good years, you know, in his prime. Take one year away. He comes back. He gets that itch. I think, uh, yeah, I think I said, I'm not sure if I said it to you or you. I said, I'm like, it, let's say if Andrew Luck really felt that just sitting out, let's say the 2019 season was going to be best for him mm-hmm. in the long run, both health, you know, as a player and, you know, health wise, mm-hmm. the only way he really could do that would probably be to retire. Yeah. Because if he had an injury, because I mean, otherwise he'd be chastised and people would bitch about like, he's, you know, he's going to be in the field. He's just not a good team player. Yeah. So I think really this is kind of his only way to really step away from the team, guarantee he's not going to play this season. And then, you know, obviously the speculation is going to be, will Andrew Luck come back Mm -hmm. for the next five to six years? And, And I think what might push that, and it's a real scenario that could happen, is that the Colts are just one game away from making it into the playoffs, and then that just leaves that thought, man, if we had Andrew Luck and we won two or three more games during the season, we'd be in the playoffs, we'd be a dark horse for the Super Bowl, and that's going to creep into his mind, and that's going to bring him back, I think. And I think, it would def- I think there's some weird rules about players unretiring, where if, if Luck unretired, let's say, in October... He might have to pass through waivers before the Colts automatically claim him. It's some weird stuff. Uh, but if it's, yeah, in the, if it's in the offseason, like they get automatic rights to his previous contract. Interesting. I'm not, I, I vaguely remember seeing something about that. Don't quote me on that. I'm not an expert. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cause, the, cause Gronk, I don't know if Gronk's contract was expired, but they're, you know, everybody's talking about Gronk coming back for week, you know, 10, 11, 12, and then playoffs kind of thing. I think Gronk's contract might have been up. Maybe. I Perhaps. think it might have been up. Uh, the other thing that nobody's talking about, is that what if Andrew Luck goes and plays in the XFL? Not happening. Not His happening. dad is the commissioner so, of the XFL. So he's going to go play in another league with a worse commissioner somehow. Than, is it worse when it's your dad? Is his dad the commissioner? His dad is the commissioner. I thought McMahon was the commissioner. No, he's the owner. Yeah. He... Yeah, just throwing it out there. I I really don't think that's going to happen. But it, it, what well, one, it couldn't happen because you'd be making a fraction of the money. Well, I don't think the money matters. Then we just got to keep twenty four million dollars. I think the I think the money matters. The money I, definitely matters. No, I I think it's the passion for the game, and I mean, no matter where he. You told me a player that could have potentially one of the biggest contracts in the NFL. At one point, did have the biggest contract in the NFL, and could have it again if he continued to keep on playing. Is going to go to a developmental league, essentially. Because his dad's the commissioner. That's 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 not. I, I'm not saying it's a storyline nobody can buy. I'm not saying it's a career move. I'm saying it's a one year kickstart the XFL and then come play in the NFL next year. Yeah, no, I'm not about that. I'm just saying I, I I'm I'm being facetious here, but it's a it's a dot that needs to be connected. So luck, Landry Jones every week head to head. Who's going to be the MVP there? So can I tell my quick funny anecdote i had two weeks ago i had uh my high school draft which is my second longest redraft league how long has that been in play 1999 since my senior what yeah they they they, they did it snail mail originally yeah uh it was so senior years 2011 so it's been 10 10 full years uh 10 full seasons so we have a group chat right 
and it really it's a it's dormant until August. Hey, drafts up, let's figure this shit out. About two years ago, somebody got a new phone right at the beginning of August and said, Hey, uh, I just got a new phone. I need all your guys' numbers. Now there's ten of us, so there's nine other numbers in here. Okay. And I was the first one to reply, and I said, Hey, Brian, here we go. Hi, Brian. Eight six seven five three oh nine. The the rest of the people immediately gave him other people's league name other people in the league's names. So they were the numbers were associated with the wrong phone number with the wrong name. Okay. So JB texted in the group saying, My name is Ja or my name is Jordan. Okay. This is Jordan. So for two years now, he's been thinking like the commissioner is somebody else, <laughs> sending out all these notifications. He's talking trades with people. He's like, Wait, that guy's not on his team? I don't get it. And so he texts me before he goes, hey, I think my number, the numbers are messed up in my phone. And, and I, I had forgotten about it. It's been two full it years. Two- <laughs> it's been two full years. And, and he was like, who's this number? I was like, I think this is so-and-so. And I think this is so-and-so. He says, but this says it's Mike. And this says it's Jeremy. And I was like, dude, I have no idea. And we sit down at the draft. And he's like, guys, my phone numbers are wrong. And the whole place loses. <laughs> it's the best long con that everybody forgot about. It was fantastic. This case, we got opportunity for some little fun in fantasy football leagues. Uh, so we're talking predictions today, boys. We're going to talk about uh, things that we are going to, that we think are going to come to pass in the next four months. Oh, in the, the next four months? In the next four months. Well, during That's the football, season. during the season. Okay, okay. I guess you could go into the Super Bowl if you really want to, yeah. but essentially everything we're predicting today I think should be done by free agency, you know, of 2020. Tis a fantasy football mm-hmm. podcast. Exactly. So since we were talking about the Colts, I have a Colts one. So can I start? I guess so. Yeah, absolutely. Do we want to touch on, are you going to mention, is this a Brissette? It is a Brissette. Awesome. Let's hear it. Brissett will do just well enough to get to an eight and eight and be the long term quarterback for the for the Colts going forward. Oh. I don't know. Wait, are these bold predictions or are these? Just it's a little bold, but I don't think they're going to be bad with Brissett. I don't think they're going to be bad either. That's what I, was this supposed to be bold predictions? I didn't. T- I, I guess it's not bold, but it just kind of makes sense to me for the, the, the insinuations that you guys could go as bold as you wanted okay. to. Because I went, <laughs> I went bold on some of these. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So my thought process is. That the Colts, I think eight and eight is a solid like line. Yeah. To get with Brissett. I think Brissett's a solid quarterback. He's mm-hmm. not um he's not the best, but he's like probably almost on the level of maybe Dak, I would say. It, it it's hard to tell. But yeah, but I, I agree with you because if what you I go said. eight and eight, you miss out on the top three quarterbacks in this next year's draft. Oh yeah, no doubt. And who's av- like would you want like if I'm right, then best quarterback prospect coming into next year or the best free agent quarterback is like Teddy Bridgewater. So I, yeah, I don't know that for a fact. Would you he probably won't be a free agent? So yeah, that's probably even more of a moot point. Yeah, would you like rather just take this guy who got you to eight and eight, try to build around him, and a guy who already knows the system for like the last three years? Oh yeah, no, I I I can totally see this happening, and this mm-hmm. goes to my point of saying that they're just going to be one or two games away from a playoff spot. Yeah, which is going to entice luck to come back. Oh, I don't think they'll make the playoffs. That's another prediction I have later. Well, I said I, I think I said the one of you guys as his luck retired. I think Houston pretty much punched their ticket to the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah, no doubt. Cause, I mean, Watson stays healthy. Uh, Miller going down in the IR hurts obviously a little bit. Yeah, uh, but they get Duke. They had, they have Duke Johnson, uh, Crockett, Higdon, I guess could see if they could provide something to the offense. People forget Duke Johnson was a running back one in fantasy a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. But Duke Johnson is, uh, is a receiving back, uh, at his best. Yes. That's, 
Yeah, oh yeah, he's being fair. Not, not a bell cow. Crockett is exactly what you want as an in-between the tackles runner when you don't want Duke Johnson to Out of Missouri, and, right, Demario Crockett? Yeah. Do they bring in J.H.I.? How is J.H.I. not... I don't like J.H.I. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how many times I can say J.H.I. At this point, but we, we mentioned it before, at this point... If it hasn't you, been done yet, I am doubt it would do... As soon fun. as the Colts side wear over a J.H.I., I'm like, something's up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. But it's just what is it though? It has I to mean, be that knee. The knee that's got as he's had problem with. I since guess. the knee. The knee that literally knocked him down four rounds in the draft. Yeah. I think has finally kind of reared his head. Mm. Yeah. But back real quick. Brissett is a free agent going into next year. So I think my end game is they go to eight and eight. They're going to be like, there's no quarterbacks who want in free agency. There's no quarterbacks this guy, in the draft that we're going to be able to get. This is the guy. This guy knows our system. Let's just pay him. You don't think they'll tank for T Law? In two years, the Colts. Yeah, I, I think that te- I think Lawrence. that team oh, quarterback I, from Clemson. I, I think gotcha. that team is just good enough to where it's going to be pretty hard to tank. I, they have like I, a I good agree. wide receiver, a good running back, a very up and coming offensive line, and two solid positions all over the place on defense. I agree. That well, so that kind of leads into my Colts prediction here is that Marlon Mack's going to suck. Ooh. I just I, how suck I <laughs> are you saying <laughs> like are you saying running back two like uh, rejected as a running back two top, right are now are you saying outside the flex top twenty four yes flex player outside the top twenty four so that's not that's a, a big suck predi- no, that's a big prediction that's, for he how falls to a flex if he goes down to a flex position this is a like player's role. being drafted in the third or fourth round of drafts I, yeah, I think that's, that's a big prediction yeah that that's a team ruiner. So maybe not a ruiner, but that's tough to recover from. He's currently going off as running back twenty four right now. So I think that I honestly I think he might be okay. I guess he's running the edge then. He might Fair enough, JB. I think he's going to finish b- below running back thirty six. Oh, Ooh, okay, yeah. Even that outside, takes you, that takes flex. you out of flex. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's any reason or just injury? Uh, I think I think Andrew Luck is gonna. I think his departure is gonna hurt him the most. I think T Y Hilton is still good enough that Brissett will feed him the ball. Uh, I just I think that the defenses are going to key in on that. They're not worried about luck, uh, you know, anymore. Obviously, they Brissett's not luck, so they're going to key in and stop the run first. And I think that's going to hurt Mac. So the last time uh, Brissett started a whole season, the Colts went four and twelve. For anybody wondering at home, and that, yeah, def- the that te- defense the team was, was bad. Yeah, but the team has gotten a lot better now. The team around him has definitely improved. I agree. Yeah, but is there any? I mean, I don't know. It's just it's just such an odd situation. I mean, how? Okay, so how long have the Colts known? How long has Brissett known that he's going to be stepping into the starting quarterback role? Did you role? see the meme? How ready is Brissett? Did you see the video? No. The, did you see the video? I did. It, I think, if, I think I've obviously known the one not, you're talking about. It's obviously not Peyton Manning got done for, done, you know, out of the season for whatever, 2012, 2011, whenever that was, 2013, I think it mm-hmm. actually was. No. It was during the preseason game. You, there's a clip of Luck talking to Brissett. And you, you can't really see what Luck is saying. You just see Brissett's eyes just pop. Just go, what? And you can tell that's when he told him, hey, I'm done. <laughs> but on the other side of that, Luck did not take a snap in the preseason, practice or otherwise. Brissett is ready to come into this year as a starter. Whether or not he thought he was actually going to start, he figured he was going to see some time this year. He's not coming in cold off of a trade from the Patriots. Yeah, but I think it really begs the question, is Brissett is Brissett a starter in the NFL, or is Brissett kind of what we thought? We were more leaning where he was, which is one of the best backups in the NFL. I think he can at least be an Alex Smith-level starter. I'm with that. I said Dak earlier. That might have been a little too gracious, but no, I, I think that's right around there because I don't. I'm not. I'm still not in love with with Dak. I want to see what he does this year. Do we think Brissett will be a QB two? Let's put it that way. I think Brissett could be a, a well QB two is top twenty four. Yeah, that that's easy. I, I think he could be a low end QB one. Just be, just because of Hilton and Funches and Marlon Mack sucking, like I said previously. 
He's an understated rushing ability too. Yeah, yeah. Throw a little. My only thing to that is I don't think Mac will be the biggest like Hines. I mean, you could just substitute that name. Well, I don't think the running backs are going to take the biggest hit out of this. I think it's actually going to be the tight ends in this offense. It's going to take the biggest Jack hit. Jack Doyle and Eric Ebron. Yes. I, I can go ahead and throw one I had out there, and that's Eric Ebron definitely does not finish in the top 12 tight ends. Look at us transitioning. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Look we, at we, are, we are doing good here. <laughs> and, I've, and I've got one to transition off this is when we're done. So let's keep this going. Snake way. Now, is- Ebron, I mean, so many of Ebron's receptions were just touchdowns last yeah. year, and that's yeah. really what propelled... You know, really benefited most of his production. Yeah. Like, not sustainable. Like you said, it, Doyle's still there, and Doyle, I think, is still, if there's one tight end on the field, it's Doyle. Mm-hmm. Ebron, yeah. definitely has the benefit that he's more of a move tight end. Mm-hmm. They use him in more spots around the formation. Uh, he had a real, he had something nice going with Luck, but Luck's gone. He was I, already poised for a re- recession, and yeah. after it's, 13 it's, touchdowns, exactly. Last year. So you, then you knock, you then you knock Luck out of the game, and how is he, how will he fare with Brissett? Uh, you add in Funches and, yeah. uh, Chester Rogers still there. Paris Campbell in the mix. Deion Kane has had a good preseason, even though we don't really like him. But no, still, still fuck him. I, 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 <laughs> and, I, and I, I think that I think Devin Funchess is more going to suck away Eric Ebron's value than Jack Doyle is because I mean he was a tight end in college. He's not a real super deep threat, but he plays in a similar fashion as Ebron, so I can see him taking a lot of those red zone targets. I'm now of the thought that Funches will have a very bad year. Really? I, I, with, without luck? Without luck I there. Always, I already thought Funches was going to have a bad year. I think Hilton is, is is far and away going to be the wide receiver one. Oh, yeah, I, I don't, sure. Even with luck gone, I can't. You know, that's undisputable. Mm-hmm. I've said I think Hilton might have a down year. Maybe now it seems a little more in my favor, you know, mm-hmm. with luck gone. But uh, Funches, I think, might be the odd man out because I think when you think about – how Brissett might be distributing targets. I think, you know, Hilton might be first. Then you maybe you're looking at running back slot guys and tight ends. I just think Funches might just be the odd man out. Maybe not do not due to any fault of his own, but just of how that offense might work. Could be. Could be. So you had so you said I, you had one to build off of that, John? I, I did. I did off of your uh, tight end crack. And that is OJ Howard finishes as tight end one. On Ooh, that's season. bold. That is bold. One on the season. Ugh. To piggyback off of my prediction that Chris Godwin doesn't crack the top 30 in wide receivers this year. Ooh, that's crazy. Ooh, you crazy. I, th- I guess you're still giving him a little bit of space to be a wide receiver three, I guess. I, I think that all the hype that Chris Godwin is getting is being misplaced, and I think it's going to go to Jordan Howard. OJ Howard? OJ Howard. What, Jordan Howard what did I say? Philadelphia. Jordan Howard? I'm yes. sorry. OJ Howard. That's a little bit of a difference. A little bit of a difference. You think, you, you think Jordan Howard's gonna be the top tight end this year? Cause no. I, even then I might believe you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what, you're, you're three for OJ Howard? I mean, that, having you know, a, a really good year last year. Yeah. And this Bruce Arians offense that, you know, is usually a pretty good one. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what OJ Howard does this year. Yeah, I still worry about volume, how much he's on the field. Uh, obviously, Howard's the receiving tight end of those two. Brate's still there. Yeah. Um, I just worry enough that Howard won't be on the field enough to be the tight end one. I think mm-hmm. he'll be a tight end one, almost certainly. My, I'm, I feel safe in that. Uh, but to be the top dog, I think if Brate got hurt and then, then Howard's forced into like, you know, a hundred percent snap share, mm-hmm. then I think you're really talking about Big numbers. Yeah, I I think it's gonna be hard to take Howard off the field. More that was more of a just a playoff of that. Every year we there's a guy like Chris Godwin, a guy that hasn't really produced, but everybody falls in love with in the preseason and then inevitably shits the bed. And I just think that Chris Godwin is that guy this year. He's he, he's getting all this hype. He's getting drafted high, and he, there's no proof of him succeeding. I like him. I'm I I really think he he's gonna succeed. All right. Uh, let's go back to you, Josh. All right. So, 
originally before the, before the Andrew Luck thing, I had the Colts winning their the AFC South with the Houston Texans taking the second wild wild card spot behind the San Diego Chargers. Now with the Colts out, I don't think the Colts make the playoffs. I think <coughs> the the second wild card spot goes to a top ten QB in the name of Sam Darnold and the New York Jets. Ooh, I like that. All right. Jet, Jets, so Jets in the playoffs is the prediction. Jets are going to have Jet, Sam Darnold is going to have a top ten QB season and lead them into the second wild card. Oh, that's that's a little bit bold. It's I, a little bold. I, I like but that. I like it. But there's a big jump there. I, Adam Gase is my only real concern in that offense. You know, you bring in Le'Veon Bell. You know, I think there's a you get Quincy Nunez back, you get Robbie Anderson back. Full I, year. I've been on the record as saying that I don't know. I said I, I think Gase has gotten a bit of a bad rap to this point. I, I in him, yeah, but he's still I, my I, only question. I definitely agree that he got definitely built up a little bit more by Peyton Manning than he should have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Miami's roster was really never good in this oh, time yeah. during that. No, yeah. uh, but he, he was still managing to squeak out seven, eight win seasons. You know, mm-hmm. with even that with that shitty roster. That's true, and he's got a history of beating the Patriots. So. Yeah, I think that's ultimately probably why he's the Jets brought him in. Still in in the division. Which, so let's continue this game of nice transitions. Le'Veon Bell is the running back one on the year. Oh, I don't think that's running back one. I don't think that's super bold, but I um, but I don't think it will happen. But it's not the craziest thing I've ever heard of in my life. Probably not the most bold. Not not crazy bold. No, but a player who's still being considered in top five currently. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, when those other five are all running backs, I I I think he's going to be the focal point of this offense. Focal point of the passing game, obviously the running game too. They're not going to take him off the field. He's going to ball out this year. Fresh, fresh, fresh. Mm-hmm. I got a bit of a top running back uh, uh, prediction to spin off that, Brian. How about uh, I say for the first time ever, Dalvin Cook plays 16 games <gasps> and finishes as a top three running back. Ooh, I, I, I would have been very okay if you would have said five. I would have been like 100% in. Three's <laughs> a little bit of a stretch, but I want it. That's why I, I said I, top three because I'm, I'm, you know, yeah. this, you, we're, we're being bold. Putting here. some cards on the table there, JB. Being bold. Throwing here. some chips at you. I like it a lot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do, do you have something to jump off that? Or? Uh, I, have, I guess I have a running back thing, so I oh, can damn, continue with the running back. Sorry. Go no good. Uh, Freeman or uh, this one's not very bold. Freeman, Devonta Freeman goes back to running back one numbers this year. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a slam dunk. I, I don't think that's not bold. I just think it will happen, especially them drafting two offensive line. Even though Caleb McCary might not see the field because of a heart condition, Ito Smith is still super average. Yeah, <laughs> Low average. <laughs> average is being very very. And I'm generous. just buying that Atlanta Falcons offense this year. I think it's mm-hmm. just going to be unbelievably explosive. Yeah, let's hope so. Uh, I also have another Falcons thing later, but okay. Well, then I'll I'll jump on the running back thing here. I'm going bold here, gentlemen. This is probably uh yeah. This might be my boldest one here. I think Tony Pollard finishes as a running back one. He's looked good. <laughs> He's looked good. I don't think Zeke sees the field this year. That's a running back one. That's quite a stretch for That's, me. That's uh, behind one of the best O lines, not the best anymore, but one of the best. Right? O-line I'll give you a top. I'll give you a top five. I, I about th- one of the better O lines. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably say Eagles best offensive line. Steelers are up there, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'll give you top three, top five. We we see rookie running back surprise every year, and I just think that Tony Pollard is the next in line. Pollard out of Memphis. Yeah, out of Memphis. I don't if Philip Lindsay can finish as a running back twelve. Why can't Tony Pollard? Because Phil Lindsay's a better player, but that's yeah. that's not. These are facts, <laughs> and there's also facts that Zeke still might come back. Zeke, I, I first off, I Zeke don't... might come back, and second, if even as Zeke does not come back, Pollard is not a workhorse, man. I love Pollard, but he's really going to need to get some serious receptions to be an RB one 
And I'm just, I'm just not sure that happens. Yeah, that might be a little too bold for me, Brian. Dak played 22 snaps in the preseason. Tony Pollard played on all 22 of those snaps. Because Zeke's saying. not there. <laughs> I, I know. And he, I don't think he's going to be here all season. I think he's going to be stupid and he's going to hold out the whole season. Apparently, they haven't offered him a new contract since the first one that made him want to hold out. And it doesn't sound like that's they, budget. They but just the offered him one that's right below Gurley. The problem is we've seen the Cowboys deal without I mean, it's quite, I mean, they've kind of had this, uh, this core bill where they have a good offensive line mm-hmm. and they've had a featured back. There have been years where they've had to go without that though. And they traditionally filled it with a series of backs. I don't think Pollard is a one man show. I just don't. I don't, even I, be, even I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't go as far to say that maybe he shouldn't be. Um, but I think ultimately they signed Alfred Morris. I think ultimately Alfred Morris will be in the mix. To everybody's God, disappointment that's every so year. so boring. Alfred Morris will be in the mix. I'm trying to have fun here, man. Come uh, on. <laughs> I mean, Mike. I, I would be. I would be very excited to see Mike Weber get involved, but I haven't really heard anything. Of Mike yeah, Weber. He I might not make the roster. I haven't heard anything either. So that's probably my hottest take of the day. So anybody want to jump off a, a Cowboys or a running back thing? Well, I guess that you want to shit on Philip Lindsay. I'm going to ahead and predict that Philip Lindsay finishes in the top six top among six. running backs. Ooh. Top six. I'm cooling on Lindsay. So, I'm, so are Lindsay, you going to say Freeman isn't going to have a role, or do you think Freeman will still have a role? I think Royce. I think Free, Royce Freeman could definitely have a role. But I think Lindsay is the better back. Just like I mean, you look at big like Charles finishes in the top six when Thomas Davis is there. You talk about uh, we're going back a bit here, but D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart both Any combining chance, for that backfield. Brian, field. could you look up um, what were the Tevin Coleman, Devonta Freeman? Yeah, yeah, that's Devonta what I'm kind of yeah. Whenever those two were, can you see what those guys ranked that year? I don't know, and uh, that's a lot to look up, but I can try. But uh, I'll sorry, do Jordan. My best. Ultimately, I think I mean when it comes, to, I mean, if you're looking at Freeman and Lindsay. Lindsay is a player that I think has a chance to score a touchdown on any carry to any point on the field. Yes, absolutely. Freeman, I just don't, is not that player. Freeman is going to get you what's blocked and might get you a little bit extra on the side. But I think ultimately that's why Lin- Lindsay is going to need to be, uh, heavily involved in this offense if they're going to be successful this year. I'm just worried. I, yeah, I, I could definitely see them. Sorry, Brian. No, that, that, being, I mean, go ahead. Uh, Telvin Coleman, uh, Devonta Freeman type running backfield. I haven't seen anything from. I haven't seen. I I still think. I know you guys like Royce Freeman a lot. I still think he's pretty average. I just haven't, I haven't seen, seen anything him. that separates uh, Royce Freeman from Peyton Barber to this point. I mean that's true, but it's only been one season. So it's been two for Peyton Barber. <laughs> it's been three for Peyton Barber now. Has it? it been three for Peyton Barber? I think so. Damn, he still sucks. Peyton Barber's going to be running back one on the year. Just kidding. Just Holy fuck! Just kidding. <laughs> Write it down! Just kidding. <laughs> just. So, I have one in the division. Okay. Uh, in the Kansas City Chiefs, Mahomes will regress by throwing 45 touchdowns <laughs> and still throwing for 5,000 yards. <laughs> <laughs> what a regression. <laughs> Big old re- like, regression. Big old regression there. Let Mahomes is good. Like there's no doubt about it. And especially now that he's going to have Tyreek Hill for the whole season, I just don't see any reason why he's not going to be like a quarter, probably quarterback one again. Uh, let's see, do I have any quarterback predictions I could match it with there? Uh, uh, I have one. Oh, I got. A, I have a quarterback. I have a couple quarterback predictions actually. Okay. I, well, I only have one. Okay. Well, I'll throw mine now, then you can bounce it back. Sounds good. Uh, first, I'm going to say Kyler Murray starts less than ten games. Because of injury, or injury, or it has to be has injury. To be injury. Yeah. Okay, there's nobody. Else I'm just throwing there. that out. Starts less than ten games this year. That's bold. I mean, the, his play style, you can see it, but and also, it's, I mean, he's still behind a terrible offensive line. Still has a. I mean, they've done a little bit more to build that receiving team, but still one of the weaker receiving cores in the NFL. 
Um, I think if Murray stays healthy, I think he'll have a great season, but I think that might be, he might struggle to do that. I'm not sold on your wide receiver take. I am sold on the terribleness of the offensive line, and I think that's really what's going to end up causing injuries. Even if you, I mean, if you're optimistic about the upside of that wideout crew, you start to say at least they're uh, they're very unproven. With the exception of one man who's extremely proven, the rest are very unproven. I agree. (laughs) Uh, To backtrack here, 2016, Devonta Freeman was running back six. Uh, Tevin Coleman was running back seventeen PPR leagues. So yeah, I said in the top. I said in the top six. Yeah, six, six, yeah. six so and seventeen. Even nope. if you had Royce Freeman as a running back too, and th- like that's some solid flex. <laughs> I like. I don't think that'd be a problem. I think people really. I think a lot that of times I think people chase so heavily chase the bell cow scenarios. Yeah. I think ultimately you just don't need them all the time to beat to have successful running back seasons. Mm-hmm. The year Devonta Freeman was a running back one. I don't think Tevin Coleman was born yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, he wasn't. He, I don't think he was drafted yet. That's 2015. Uh, so, what's your quarterback one, Brian? Philip Rivers, quarterback one on the season. The quarterback one on the season. Interesting. Felipe Rivers. That would be. I think that would be a first time achievement for him. It would be. I, I just think that uh, I think Mike Williams is set for a prime breakout year. I had a prediction that Mike Williams scores more than ten touchdowns again. I have also. I, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I have a prediction. I don't think bold, but I had that down. I have a prediction that Mike Williams outscores Keenan Allen this year and is a wide receiver one. That is bold. Ooh, yeah, that's bold. Because I, I mean, Williams' game would have to ver- would round would have to round out a good bit to get more receptions than Keenan Allen. I mean, I, I think that the ti- or the touchdowns is what's going to outscore him. I think his his receptions are going to increase vastly. Obviously, he's not going to outcatch Keenan Allen, but I think he's going to outscore him in PPR leagues. JB, you got another one for us? Uh, I'll save one for later because this, and I have one in, in Miami talking about quarterbacks, but I'm going to save that for last because it's not a next four months thing. This is a long con prediction. So I'll stick with, uh, I guess here's, uh, Lamar Jackson's going to be a QB1. Lamar Jackson is going to be a QB one or the QB one. A, like I'm saying twelve. Okay, that's <laughs> what that's what I'm I saying had, like number twelve. Different. I actually had a prediction down here that Lamar Jackson has the highest scoring game by a quarterback this season. That's an interesting prediction, I, I, and I think it's I don't think it's that unreasonable though because I think Lamar Jackson is a guy that very easily could heat up, have a really big game passing and rushing, mm. but he's a very, but he's been a bit of a streaky player to this point. Yeah. A bit, of, from, a bit of streaky, throw, a bit of a streaky player. Throw for three hundred yards, three touchdowns, run for two more. I mean that that could be the biggest game of the season. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I think just his running capabilities is just going to put him. Did you know I, that this threw me off? Mike Vick was on Skip and Shannon, and I think it was either so Lamar Jackson in just last season where he started half the season ran either twenty times less or twenty times more than Michael Vick's like highest rushing season. Really? Yes, that is a stat. That's like, interesting. It's damn close to it. <laughs> huh? That's a, that's an interesting stat for sure. I can't remember if it was a little bit under, or a little bit over, but like it's it was damn close to. I was like, he played eight games, and it's like, yeah, against Michael Vick's highest rushing season wow. in Atlanta. It's impressive. So I have another boring quarterback one here for you. Uh, Daniel Jones starts less than four games this season. Mm-hmm. Just for why? Well, he's had a good preseason, but I think he, I, he's actually looked really good. This yeah, preseason. he has looked really I hate good. To say it, but he has looked. He, he has looked. looked really you're a Giants good. fan. <laughs> I, I know, and I don't like Daniel Jones, but God, has he looked good? He has looked really good. Ultimately, I just think that, well, one, the Giants really are not in that playoff hunt. I mean, that's. A, I mean, the Eagles. I've ruled that division pretty much. The Cowboys have been almost you know neck and neck with them. Yeah. Um, I think the Cowboys are much more on a level, on the Redskins level at this point. 
Um, and I think honestly, I think probably we're looking at probably Eli Manning's last year. Mm-hmm. Talking about somebody who should have retired in August. Yeah. Uh, so I think really you just kind of, I mean, for his career, I think you have to let him ride it out. <laughs> you should have said that last year when they benched him for Geno Smith. That was two years ago. First off, we're, I don't care, but still. It's still terrible, but yeah, um, I just think as soon as they're ago? as soon as they're out of the playoffs, yes, because hunt, right, who's the coach for the Giants right now? Uh, uh, oh, Mike yeah, Zimmer, because yeah, McAdoo it was, was the McAdoo, one. McAdoo, McAdoo right. was the one who yeah. benched him. You are right. But so, I think this. I think this should. This is probably going to be Eli Manning's victory lap. So I think we'll probably only see Jones, maybe fifteen. Yeah, 16, I think 17. as soon as like I, I just the Giants aren't going to make the playoffs this year. It's, I, hate, I hate to say it, but it's probably tr- factual. I mean, do you hate to say it? That's pretty obvious. I mean, yeah. I think I think I, I basically would say I think Eli Manning would have to be abysmal to put Daniel Jones in early in the season. Yeah, and like people are like, oh, he's got to start. I almost put this as a prediction, but I didn't. Everyone's like, got to start Jones. He looked good. He's playing against the most vanilla high school cover one, cover two systems yeah, very right now. Yeah, basic defense. But like, let him watch behind Eli because like, we can give credit to Eli for one thing. He's an experienced quarterback that can definitely teach Daniel Jones something. Uh, I'm about to hand you a, a little blue pill here. What if next year... The Giants get Jerry Judy. I would freak out and buy that jersey. <laughs> uh, I, what, but then that would be an interesting just to see how uh, Daniel Jones and, and that top tier wide receiver would do together. It'd be crazy, but I have I have a little Judy prediction at the end. Oh, a Judy prediction? Yeah. Oh, really digging deep here. Trudy Judy. Trudy Judy. All right. All right. How about let's 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 take a sharp turn here, guys. Juju Smith Schuster finishes as the top wideout in Not bold. Not bold that, at all. I've been, going say, I've been saying it since June. <laughs> I've been saying it it's since Antonio happen. Brown ended up in Oakland. I it's would say top happen. five, but I still think the order will go Hop- the top wideout fantasy football. <laughs> I still think the whole order will go Hopkins, Thomas, Adams, and then probably I would actually probably say Juju after that. I, I have to tell you, you're wrong because that's the order it was last year. No, it wasn't. Adams was the number one. I mean, that's pretty. It was the top three last year. Yeah. It's not going to be the top three this year. I have a prediction: Devonte Adams won't be a top thirty-six wide receiver. Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like the way you think. Just kidding. Uh, a real sucky prediction that uh, JB is going to hate: Adam Thielen drops out of the top twenty-four wide receivers this year. Mm. Any reason why? I just think Kirk Cousins. Uh, that's where it goes. I th- I just think. <laughs> well, <What>? skin tone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins is terrible. He doesn't perform, but he just produced lights. two. He produced. He like helped out two wide receiver wins just, in fantasy. I, and I don't think he can do it again. Okay, uh, I just don't good. think there's a reason that. To I don't see a, a regression here. I'll go with odd one. How about Jalen Hurts, the top scoring San Francisco 49ers wide receiver? That's the boldest thing I've ever heard you say in your life. Yeah, that's is that, that the that's boldest thing cr- ever. That's yes. just crazy talk. I, I, t- I, I look. Well, look at the other wide receivers that are there. Debo Samuel is just <laughs> yeah. so much better. I uh, I don't know. The thing is, ultimately, I, I, the reason I'm saying that is because I think Hurd maybe can bring something different to that offense that the other wide receivers can't. What the ability to play three positions? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think if if they start to use Hurd as more of the quote unquote offensive weapon, that's I think where you can see those points being scored. Because right know. now it's don't you hear Dante Pettis has struggled. Goodwin, I mean, you hear Garoppolo struggled. Mm-hmm. Goodwin is the deep threat. Uh, yeah, is the deep yeah. threat. There's been not really any buzz around him this season. Then you ha- then you that leads you to Debo Samuel and Jalen Hurd is the next you know guys in line. I don't think Goodwin gets enough love. I think he gets. Too I much gave him love. plenty of love last season and he let me down. Yeah. Oh, but Grappolo was also gone, so cramping up over there. Uh, it might have a muscle spasm, but that was weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll take I'll take on this uh, crazy wide receiver takes here. 
Albert Wilson, who's currently a wide receiver 62, finishes as a top 24 wide receiver. I like Albert Wilson. I, I do too. I think health has been the main thing yeah. at this point. Uh, change of scenery, less weapons. I, I don't know who's going to start there, but somebody's got to catch footballs. I'll go with a wide receiver one. Uh, Calvin Ridley will score more points than DJ Moore. I would agree with that. That's not really bold, is it? Eh. That's a that is the definition of a coin flip. Yeah, Th- this is go- a- their ADP is right next to each other. <laughs> so okay, so let's let's flip another coin. Uh, who has a better season, Curtis Samuel or DJ Moore? Curtis Samuel, I have. I, I still think DJ Moore by a little bit. I said Curtis I Samuel finishes one of the top twenty-four of wideouts. I, I, I'm, I'm I'm with you on that Samuel one. Samuel this year. I'm with yeah. I'm with you on that one. I think Samuel's gonna have a real good year. Well, Allen Robinson, I think, I think he returns to form and ends up in the top twelve. Ooh, interesting. Admitted, admittedly, gonna be tough with Trubisky there, mm-hmm. but like I said, I think we we saw Rob, I mean Robinson the year recovering from injury. Then you have a growing pains with a new team. I think this should be the year we see him get back on track. I had Anthony Miller finishes as a wide receiver 15 or better. Oh, I had Anthony Miller as a, as top 20, but yeah, that that's a little bit bolder. I think I, I think those are both bolder than Al Robinson in the top 12. I just think that Al Robinson's overrated. I've always kind of thought that. He's had, he's living off of one good year. Yeah, but he did it with Blake Bortles, so got to give him credit for that. Also like 7 years ago now. And he's still I, somehow I only just, 25. And he's still, saying, he's still like How 26. still 18? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't age. Uh, t- what about Tyler Boyd scores more points than A.J. Green in 2019? Well, that's, that's easy. Yeah. Green's not even going to play four games. Is he missing the first? Did they say four games? They, they, I thought it was supposed to be. I thought it was one week at this point. I don't know. I think that's being optimistic. I think he's missing at least week one. Then he's week to week after that. So I, I, I wouldn't trust him. We'll see what happens. But Boyd, I think, is be, still being drafted after Green. Should definitely be, be drafted before Green. I agree. Um. Oh, here's maybe. I think this one will tickle you guys. Odell Beckham Jr. finishes outside the top twelve wideouts. And I don't, I don't disagree. Agree. Nah. You disagree? Disagree. I think he's definitely a wide receiver one this year. Uh, I think, I, like I said, I think it's going to ring true the growing pains on a new team. Maybe Chelsea? Uh, let's see. You guys have any more? I, I, have, I have some more I could throw out at I've you. Got, I've got one more written down. I have one. Dare Okamawali is the top scoring running back in Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's dumb. Peyton Barber's the best. <laughs> I hate you. Peyton Barber literally <laughs> eats shit. Uh, Chris, that's not true. Don't start with rumors. <laughs> it's like, now, you don't know that. <laughs> uh, Chris Carson's a top 10 running back this year. Okay. Not, I don't think that's too bold either. Ne- uh, I think I, that's bold, but I don't know if it, it is. I think it is. Yeah, I just think well, now they're talk- really pushing Chris Carson. They're pushing Chris Carson. Yeah. There's been no penny developments or improvements. It's true. At this point, there's even been penny trade rumors. Yeah, that'd be terrible. There have been, I mean, there's been what rumors that... What would you get back for him? Ugh. There's rumors that he's going to be included in some package for Clowney. That's, yeah. that's what I saw. Yeah, I know. I saw it too. Um, but ultimately, they've even been, they've even been touting Carson's receiving. Like, they said they're going to get him the res- more receptions. Yeah, they, they yeah. want him like 50 catches. I that, was like, damn. That is the one thing preventing him from being a true RB1. That's and fair. if he gets that, then he's there. That's Absolutely. fair. I'd buy that. Mm-hmm. Uh, stick on the running back train here. Tevin Coleman, who's being drafted at running back 26, finishes as a running back one. Not the running back one. Top, uh, top 12. I'm really a big Breida guy, so I'm trying to think how much... It looks like Jake McKinnon's not going to play at all this year. Yeah, he had another setback. Um, I think Aaron Jones finishes an RB1. I, I believe that. Yeah. I, that's He has no, no competition. Who scores more there. points, JB? Aaron Jones or Tevin Coleman? Aaron Jones. Okay. He, Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman. It's close, mm. but it's very close. They're probably right, sitting right I think Tevin Coleman is at least a guy you can get cheaper if, that's, if you're optimistic about that. Yeah, for sure. Brita will have a role though. But if you want to build storylines, Coleman's best uh, years definitely was with uh, Shanahan. Shanahan. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. 
Uh, all right. Here's a here's a bold one. Um, and I really want bold just because they have the same last name. Carry on Johnson outscores David Johnson in 2019 and Duke Ooh. Johnson. I could throw and Duke Johnson in there, but I don't think they would have added much weight. They're much, not much gravitas. Yes. I really think the Lions are going to have a much bigger year than people expect. I love carry on. If there's going to be a year that the Lions are going to push for a playoff spot, you think it would be this year? Really? I think so. With Aaron Rodgers and the Bears in that same division? I think, I mean, that, that division has been strong, at least been two teams strong for quite a while now. That's fair. I just, I really like Carry On. I just don't know if he can stand for 16 games. I don't know if he's going to play. He's been injured for his entire life. He came out of the womb in a cast. Well, that's why it's a bold prediction. Uh, is Carry On John, is, or not Carry On Johnson, excuse me. Um, is Kenny Galladay wide receiver one? Is that bold? Uh, Kenny Galladay, a wide receiver one? I think that is bold. Yeah, top 12? Uh, I, I think he's pretty how. much more. He was being, I think he's more consensus a top 24, he's but going top wide, 12. Wide receiver 17, 19 right yeah, now. Yeah, I was thinking 17, 19 or something yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah, so that's that's boldish. I think I'm that might be a little too bold for my say. I will say easily for. I think he might like end fourteen or something like that. He might just be right outside wide receiver one. I just think there's going to be a big year from Kenny. Gall- I'll say that Kenny Galladay is going to have a good year. I'll say it for you. He'll finish the top twelve. You uh, you think top twelve too? I think so. I think we'll expect a good year from Kelly, full, Kenny Galladay. Full year without Golden Tate. Yeah, no Ebron for full year. I guess that was last year too, but. Well, they got but, but Marvin Jones is better. Uh, Marvin Jones <laughs> is such an enigma. Like he's a good, he's good for four he's a good games a pick. year. Like you just gotta pick what four games. He's gone from like a solid number two to a solid sleeper now in drafts. Uh, in I, I have drafts. on here that Nick Foles implodes and the Jaguars finish with six wins or less. Mm, that's fair. Yeah, I don't think it will happen. I think Foles is will do decent. I don't think so. I think Foles is <laughs> Foles for some reason like. I don't know. He such doesn't a, do well outside the of the such, city. Of, the man's such uh, an enigma. He, uh, he like uh, led one of the greatest, you know, perhaps, no, no, I think the highest scoring Super Bowl in history, right? Maybe. Was that Patriots Eagles? One of, I mean, it was, it was up there really at the very least. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> he loses the starting job, bounces from teams, almost retires, ends up back with the original team, wins Super Bowl MVP. Man, did he win the playoff game last year too? Uh, he, that's a good question. I'm actually not sure. Didn't. Did? Didn't. I don't remember. He made the playoffs last year. But for okay, but for some reason it seems like Foles good moments only happen in Philadelphia. So I'm I'm just I'm not buying it. I I, th- I think I'm not I don't think the Jaguars necessarily made a bad move. Um but ultimately I just don't I just don't think it's gonna happen. I, I think they made the right move moving on from Bortles. Well yeah, that's not but... really in debate. Um and I guess when you're really looking at the, the options they had in the offseason, Foles arguably was the best option. Yeah. I, but ultimately, I think the Jaguars had a high enough pick they could have taken Haskins. Yeah, Maybe, they, they, they I, took Josh Allen instead. I guess. You mean this guy's not a quarterback? They took Josh Allen? Yeah. Oh, Josh Allen, D-lineman. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> okay. Line, linebacker, whatever. <laughs> I don't know where the hell he's going to play. They already have two defensive ends. He's, but like, he's looking good this preseason. Oh, he looks like a monster. I just don't know where he's going to play. He, I guess they, he, he looks like what I wanted Bud Dupree to be. Yeah, that's a good way to say that. John should have picked him. Steelers fans. Uh, uh, I, how about this one? Damien Williams blows dong. <laughs> I was going to say that. Damien Williams <laughs> sucks, sucks a big old dick. Yeah, I, he, hate I think Damian he, Williams. I think he's like projected like running back 14. I bet he goes t- more than 10 spots below that por- towards the end of the season. All right, let's pile on top of that. Who is the top scoring running back for the Chiefs? 
Thompson. Yeah. Yeah, probably Darwin Thompson. He's looking solid. I was by default at this point, really. Yeah, it looks like Carlos Hyde's not going to make the team. Yeah, they're talking about Carlos Hyde getting cut. Yeah, yeah. that sucks. Okay, let's, uh. At this point, he's probably done, let, I guess. If he let's stick with, team. let's stick with the Chiefs here. Travis Kelsey outscores Tyreek Hill. I'll stick with the Chiefs. Sammy Watkins finishes at the top 20 of wideouts. Top 20. For the first time, I think maybe the first time since he was in Buffalo. So is that a regression for Hill? A regression for Kelsey? I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's either. No? No. No, I think that offense is so explosive it can, it could house the number one tight end and especially when you're looking at and two top 24 wide receivers. They they actually did lose a major receiving threat in Kareem Hunt. And if Damien, if if you guys are saying Damien Williams is going to blow dong, those targets need to go somewhere. Well, they didn't have Hunt last year for the last four games. No, he didn't play most of the season, right? Hunt played 12 games, dude. I get so confused. I get so confused. Really? Hunt still finishes at yeah, RB1 last I, season. Yeah. He played oh, 12 you're games. Right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I, my head hurts. It's been a big day. But yeah, I think we finally see some Sammy Watkins finally hitting uh, that stride we were told about so long ago. Oh, I have one that's going to piss off Brian. Bridget oh, please bitch. do. Justice Hill outscores Mark Ingram. I actually like that take. Oh, really? I, yeah. you're, you've always been a big Mark Ingram I, I, fan. I'm, a, I, I'm still drafted Mark Ingram everywhere, but... It's just such a good value. Was Justice Hill the guy I thought I had, but didn't have? Or was that the... I thought you thought you had Singletary. I don't know. Yeah, that's what it was. I thought I had Singletary. Yeah, and I, Singletary. I have Justice Hill everywhere. Oh, yeah, because you have, I have them one league over the other. That's it. That <laughs> well, I, was I it. have Justice Hill everywhere. So <laughs> No. Uh, yeah, I think he he could have a really, really good role. He'll, he could sneak up here, but uh, I'm still buying Ingram first. Yeah, I just think I think Hill definitely has a higher PPR ceiling, and I think the Ravens would be kind of foolish not to lean into that a little more. Ingram, I think, will still get definitely more carries and will be a more consistent week to week option. Mm-hmm. Um, Could be a Kamara type share again, but if yeah, but if Ingram gets you know if Ingram gets tampered at any point or Justice Hill really puts on a show, then I think you could easily see that that work going more fifty fifty or Him? even in Hill's direction. Yeah. Hill and Andrews are the two biggest talks out of Ravens camp and Miles Boykins. My Boykin. Boykin's listed as the number one wide receiver on Roto World's which, depth chart. Which is, which is, I mean, for that depth chart really doesn't mean much, but still. Yeah, still. I mean, he's had a really, really good. Yeah, list. I really think by the end of the year that. <laughs> Brian's that, like finally a Notre Dame receiver. <laughs> I, I still can't drop ESB. I won't. I, I'm trying, like, I'm trying to figure it out in my one, in the Guardians of the, the, of the Dynasty League. Like, yeah, I think I that, that, that depth, those three wide receivers at the end of the year will be Hollywood if he stays healthy, Boykin, and then probably Sneed playing slot. I hate Sneed. I got What's two. wrong with Sneed? He just is overrated. He's a good, sol- he's a good slot guy. I don't like him. He sucks. All right. How about? I don't think. I don't think this is bold. Valdez Scantling definitely finishes in the top twenty-four of wideouts. Well, yeah, I could be with that. Jamal Allison finishes above Marcus Valdez Scantling. No, I'm not with that. No, nobody's with that. Mm-hmm. How about Gerald? Gerald. I have this one. Gerald Everett finishes as a tight end one. I so, love disagree. Gerald Everett. I do too. Like, <laughs> no. can we all? Can we? Can him and Sam and. Brandon Cook gets some love. I learned this the other day, and I went on a little rant the last time we recorded about Brandon Cooks about someone can please give him some vindication. You know, he's never been to a Pro Bowl. I'm still really pissed about that. You know, they should they should take Tyler Higby and shove a dick up his fucking ass and throw him out the building. Fuck Tyler Higby. Why can't you just, on the just, official record? Just cut him. Fuck him. <laughs> well, that's literally what you just said. <laughs> uh, I guess they could just cut him. That would yeah. Also those two need some. Those two in the Rams offense need some vindication. Uh, I agree with Cooks. I disagree with Everett. I'm telling you, if Everett, if Everett playing time's always been Everett's issue. Everett's went on the field. He's good. Uh, what about I think Ballard finishes as, as at least an RB two this. Oh, season. that's a, that's one I had. I forgot. 
Can, can mine is Kenyon Drake holds on to his position again. No, <laughs> no, he sucks. I hate Kenyon Drake. I loved Kenyon Drake. I think mainly because I thought he was a good value because everyone didn't like Kenyon Drake, and I was like, I think Kenyon Drake's not bad. I think Ballage and Drake can both put up RB two numbers. Yeah, I think so I think too. Ra- and especially, I think rather easily with the way the quarterback and receiving situation is there. Yeah, that that team is best served as a run first team. Somebody's got to touch a ball there. Uh, giggity. Here's one, Brian. Mm. I have Sonny Michelle finishes in the top 12. Yay! Brian would like that. Um, already said the Daniel Jones one. I want Antonio Brown scores outside the top 30 wide receivers. Uh, I don't, I don't give disagree. you a 30. I'll give disagree. you like 15. Yeah. It's going to be a bad year, boys. Is James, James White was running back one last year, so that's not really a bold for me to say he'd do no, it again. I don't think he can do it again, though. And the last one I have is Wentz turns in a top three QB season. Bringing him back to form. Yep. I like that. I'm like looking at these teams. I'm trying to think if there's any other bold predictions that, or not, and even any predictions. I have the one I've been saving long term. What about uh, Jamison Crowder finishes as a flex player? About it. That's, that's that's about what I think everybody would predict at this point. Okay. <laughs> about it. About it. I'm about it. <laughs> JB loves Jamison Crowder. I do love Jamison Crowder. Always have. I've been on record saying he was the best slot receiver in the league. Then everyone points out, "What about Jarvis?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I kind of." Do you guys either trying to trade Doxon? Well, yeah, but nobody wants that him. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. All right, I, since I don't have any more, I'll just say my Miami my Miami Dolphins one. They go to the Super Bowl. What? No. The Dolphins will do just well enough to not get the last the last pick in, or the first pick in the draft, and uh, takes Jerry Judy, and then then gets Lawrence the next year. Mm, the old uh... Lawrence to Judy. I'm thinking 2021, it goes Lawrence to Judy in Miami. That'd be gross. I think it would be awesome. Did you guys see, okay, did you guys, there's just a new update on the Trent Williams situation. Oh, please tell me. Which is perhaps the most significant holdout in the NFL. I mean, I guess Zeke's up there. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. But really, I think a left tackle is probably more key than, a left tackle of Trent Williams caliber Mm -hmm. is probably a more key piece than a running back. If he was on a real team, then I would care. Uh, but go but, on. So Bruce, the Redskins president, Bruce Allen, says hold out left, tri- left tackle. Trey Williams will play football, and it will be with us. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking and screaming. Uh, what's what's the Tomlin quote? We want volunteers, not hostages. Yeah. Not, not so true no, in No, that DC. is a very hostage thing. <laughs> yeah, not so like, true in uh, like, D.C. That's, uh, so fucked up. Oh, the Redskins are such like... What are there, are, are the Redskins the worst NFL organization at this current? Moment? I would argue they're the worst organization in professional sports in North America. Wait, or just ran or I don't like know. Front enough, I don't know enough or? about the other sports. So, what? you think just front office wise, or I'd say I think it also I think all their problems start from the front office. Yeah, well, I would yeah. still say the Chargers probably Snyder, have Dan the, Snyder. He's terrible. But then you have the whole shit. Like I mean, they had the shit where they went through with the GM a year or two back. You talk about the whole Kirk Cousins debacle. Mm. There's just been so like the Redskins refusing to change their name. Like, yeah, that too. Honestly, like, I think, I, I said this before, but why wouldn't they want to change their name? People would have to buy all new shit. That's why every time you get an iPhone, it has a new fucking charging port, so you have to buy ten new accessories for it. Well, not only that. Change the team name every year. You're gonna... <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that'd be hard. <laughs> I, in the in the the age of good PR, that I mean, what's a better PR than changing that? Hey, we recognize this is not politically correct anymore. Mm-hmm. It's 2019. We're growing up. It'll probably be the next owner that has to change it, if anybody yeah, will. If anybody. Um, I think that's it. I don't think there's been any new developments. No deadline on the Dak Prescott uh, negotiations, but he's going to play. Who's Lamar it? Miller tore his ACL. 
I, uh, we we kind of mentioned we, it, we but we didn't mention that. Uh, but that's obviously big bump to the we the Duke Johnson the Duke Johnson trades happened since the last time we recorded. I think we didn't yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it did. Uh, but Duke Johnson Cleveland to Houston, mm-hmm. obviously a big bump for his value. Good for him. Charles Johnson's on the injured reserve. You guys remember Charles Johnson? No. The Vikings? No. I do. Yeah, he, he, he killed he, in the AFL. He oh. caught like one touchdown a game, and everybody was like, wait, is he good? Metcalf still on a day-to-day with that knee scope. Which kind of stinks. We talked about the Zeke holdout going on. Uh, people, I guess ESPN's Eric Williams expects Melvin Gordon to show up before week one. but I saw that. Yeah, I would like that very I, much. I just won't believe it until I see it. Yeah, same. Or preferably before Friday when I have my startup dynasty draft. <laughs> Oh boy! Let's see. I don't think there's any other big, big news. I know the answer to this. Who's excited for college football? This guy, me. And then Jordan doesn't care. What's a college football? What's a college? <laughs> What's a college? <laughs> you work at one. I can't wait. To see- <laughs> I can't wait to see oh, yeah. Alabama crushes whoever the hell Alabama's playing. Clemson is favored by thirty-six and a half points against Georgia Tech, who is no longer running a triple option. What? Gas? Are you serious? They're doing away with it. They're that's done. Like, that's like the one thing I know about Georgia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on their campus. You don't want to go there. <laughs> I, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think that's so. That's in the the heart of yeah. Atlanta. There, poor Calvin Johnson. Thanks. Yeah, how crazy is that he? That's where he went. Yeah, honestly, it's not that crazy. Because like that's like the t- that's like the mold of all Georgia Tech receivers. Just big, big and fast. <laughs> I guess it's like but raw as hell. It's like but he was just the one that developed. Yeah. Wait, was that was Perryman out of Georgia Tech? No, Perryman was UCF. Yeah, UC, That's it. UCF, yeah. I think I think uh was I think Darren Waller might have been Georgia Tech. Mm, I think you might have been right. Now now a Raiders tight end, so yeah, who, things did not go his way. Kind of been a star of Hard Knocks. Did you hear? Did you see that whole thing on Hard Knocks? Uh-uh, I've missed they, the last couple episodes. They, I didn't watch last night's, but uh, they kind of zoomed in on Darren Waller. The one before that, and he was like, in Baltimore, I was getting high on anything I could during the season. He was like, opiates, cocaine, weed, whatever I get my hands on. Did he, wait, he I said this high. in the episode? Yeah, yeah. They like did like an op-ed piece on him, like 48 hours or some shit. And they like, what? <laughs> when it, while in, when in Baltimore, that's what it's do like, as the Baltimores do. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> get he's, he's, he's been clean for two years, I think. So good for him. But. I watched one episode of The Wire and I was hooked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. like the thing of Buffalo. There's nothing to do but each other. Nothing to do but <laughs> <Nothing like, laughs> get high. <laughs> There's nothing to snort but, uh, wait. Ugh. That's not how that saying goes. All right, boys. Well, we're almost at an hour, so. Nice. Hey, do you have anything else you want to throw in before we head out no, for I the week? I, I think I've used all my predictions. Yeah, so, me too. Do so we'll have one more show before the kickoff of week one. So maybe we could talk start sits, you know, that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Do you, uh, I, this is my first week in a couple weeks that I haven't written an article. Because I figured I'm gonna just I'm gonna start doing start start sit articles next week. I need start shits. So those will be coming back. But go back check out some of the other stuff I wrote. You should call them farts and shits. <laughs> Although then the farts have to be the good uh, ones. I was gonna say what's <laughs> what's good there? It's Is like, a fart better than a shit at most times? <laughs> Agree. It's like you're in line for you're in, it's like you're in line for something. It's like would you want a fart or would you want a shit? Yeah, far <laughs> Any uh do we want to do any quick college football anybody you really want to we should watch this weekend? You know any particular players anybody like that? I think if you you already said Judy once in this episode. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I know. Well, CD Lamb just, is my guy in Oklahoma. Mm, I, I don't know when. I love it. Levist Shenholt out of Colorado. I think he I think Colorado if I'm remembering. He looks just disgusting. 
There's a couple good running backs. Like if if these are the guys, if you're wondering why everybody is really hype on the 2020 class, it's because it's stacked this coming year. There's going to be like at least f- five running backs and five wide receivers that is going to be easily like top two rounds next year. There's people like DeAndre Swift, who I think is the best running back in college football right now. Uh, there's the Clemson guy. I, it's Travis something that I never know how to say his last name. Yeah. Uh, Etienne. Yeah, it's like Antienne, Antienne. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm excited to see Justin Fields, quarterback for oh, Ohio for, State. Yeah, he, see him. he was the guy, for anyone who doesn't know, Fields was the guy who was the second best quarterback by rivals behind Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And then committed to Georgia, didn't play much, transferred to Ohio State. Yeah. Fromm's like, I'm going to stay. And then Fields good. I'm going to leave. Have you watched Q? I know you haven't. Have you watched QB1, JB? No. You should watch it. It's pretty interesting. Okay. It, it, it start, the, the first year is from, uh, that Tate Martell kid who's in Miami now. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, another guy I've never heard of who apparently yeah. went to Wake Forest. Just one sleeper I have is a guy named Jordan's leaving because we're talking college football. Yeah. The one sleeper I have is Derek King. Um, he's a quarterback out of Houston. Okay. I think he's, re- I think he's pretty good. Case Keenum 2.0? Nah, he's a little more mobile. He's like a more dual threat kind of guy. Uh, what was the name of our, I saw somebody talk about our running back from Maryland. Ty Johnson? Is that uh, his name? No, that's Ty. Ty Johnson got drafted last year. Uh, who's, I think he was a running back from Maryland though. Who's the running back from Maryland that we, uh, uh Anthony McFarland. McFarland. Yeah, yeah, Anthony McFarland. McFarland. Yeah. Booger, the Booger Mobile. Sit down and talk into your mic like a man. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this up here. Yeah, right. just hit us up with your college football takes. I'm sure we'll sprinkle them in throughout the season. Maybe we'll even write some articles. I'm sure it. I won't. All right, <laughs> this is your show anyway. Yeah, I guess you're right. It is. It is. It is my show. All right, JB, take us out. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to do all the stuff. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on all their social media platforms. Rate give us, yeah, give us a rate and review. iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, wherever you listen, guys, click that little rate review button. Leave us a rating. Write a little thingy on there. You know, get some good shit going. We appreciate every one of you, and don't forget to dra- trade, draft, and kick some ass. Football. I hate you.